as long as software is eating the world, I think GitHub will be will be eating the world um, for sure. Episode 61, February 2015. In this episode, Chris Hunt talks about working at GitHub, pros and cons of remote work, street cred, onboarding, internal tone, interns, and GitHub's future. Please tell us what it's like to work as a developer at GitHub. Uh, so GitHub, when I first started which is um, like a year and a half ago, called themselves a distributed company, meaning that like 60% of the company or something was all around the world, uh, living in different locations. Nowadays, though, since I've joined, we definitely have a lot more people living in the San Francisco or working out of the San Francisco office. So we've kind of changed the way that we think about the company. Instead of calling ourselves a distributed company, we now say we're based in San Francisco, but we're super remote friendly. Like we're very remote friendly. Um, so I am one of those remote workers and I work from Portland, Oregon. And like I said, GitHub is based in uh, San Francisco. So the way that our team works, and this is something that's maybe not unique to GitHub, but we have a bunch of small teams of like three or four people and they all work very differently. Some work, some work the same, but there's not like some overall policy about how a team needs to work. So our team, we tend to do a lot of conversations in chat room and on GitHub issues on github.com. And that's where we do a lot of our planning and talk about the things we want to work on and um, the things that we have worked on and our blockers, what, what we need help with. And three times a week, we have a video stand-up or video chat that we do, which is, again, re reiterating those same things. What have we worked on? It's a, it's a normal stand-up. What, what would we like to work on next? And then we also have um, one of those three meetings is uh, iteration planning, where we prioritize work that we want to do for the next week. And uh, we use GitHub for that. We also use Pivotal Tracker. Um, as far as I know, there's no other teams at GitHub using Pivotal Tracker, um, but, you know, why not? We, we like it. So, yeah, so so that's basically how we work outside of those three synchronous video chats. The rest of the work we do is asynchronous. So we're not waiting on somebody else. We're just creating issues or saying things in the chat room and all that stuff is persisted so we can check it out whenever we want. One of our team members spends a lot of time in Hong Kong. So that's beneficial to her because she's not even awake when we're working. So it's nice to have all that stuff there. So when she wakes up, she can hop in and get to work. And what are the biggest pros and cons slash obstacles of working remote? Well, for me, the, the whole appeal for going remote was just to uh, have a very, very, very flexible schedule. Because uh, I, I found that when I worked in an office, I, I wanted to do work when nobody else was in the office. Like I would show up at 6.30 in the morning and it'd be totally empty. And then come lunchtime, my day is done. Basically, I've been there already working and I feel horrible for leaving at lunch when everybody else is like just getting there and you know, I feel like I'm slacking. So the nice thing about working remotely is you make your own schedule. So I can work super early in the morning and I can take a break and go exercise and then come home again and work for a few more hours then go to the grocery store and, and uh, come back and work a little bit more. And being able to run my errands in the middle of the day when nobody else is out there running their errands is nice. There's no wait times, there's no lines, that kind of stuff. So that, that's definitely one of the big benefits, being able to make my desk into whatever I want it to be the office perks or whatever I want them to be. You know, I don't, I don't need a ping pong table. I don't need a keg. I don't need a bar. I don't need any of that crap. Um, but, you know, all the stuff I do need, I have because I'm, I'm at home. Um, the thing that, that is probably the worst about working from home is that you have absolutely zero social interactions. 
unless you leave your house and go get that. So when you're working at an office, you kind of are forced to talk to other people. But yeah, when you're working from your home, you can go weeks without seeing another person if you don't leave your house. So for me, that that's definitely the biggest uh, biggest con is working from home and not seeing other people. Some people get around this by like co-working, you know, or going going to a cafe. Um, but for me, I just I don't I don't like working in a cafe just because it's just not it's the internet sucks for every cafe I go go to. The desks are the wrong height. The chairs aren't comfortable. Like I would just much rather work from home. So I try to go out to Ruby meetups when I can. I go to conferences. Um, just try to, there's a couple other GitHubbers in Portland area. I try to meet up with every now and then, get some of that social interaction in. What would you say are the reasons why GitHub has so much street cred among developers? So I think, I think one of the things that GitHub is well known for, or at, or at least that I've heard a lot of people talk about is that it, you know, GitHub is, is remote done right. You know, GitHub knows how to do a distributed team. And a lot of stuff I've heard kind of comes from that. Like GitHub has built itself in a way that remote work just automatically works um, everything is in the open. Everybody can see what people are working on. It's so cool, but you know, it's it's not really all roses. Like it's we are every single day changing almost everything we do. It's like it's such a different company today than it was a year and a half ago when I joined. Like almost everything has changed. So there's not like there's there's not really a GitHub way I feel that has like stuck with the company. It's constantly changing. And a good example of this is GitHub has been well known for forever for like having a totally flat system like there's no managers right everybody's on the same level and they work on whatever they want whatever they think is important build teams however they want and that's just how that's just how it works and it works well because of the way that github has been built but it's actually not like that at all anymore and it hasn't been like that for a while <clears throat> and it, we don't we don't have a lot of the structure that I've had at other companies but we do have managers and they do have the title of manager. And we do have, probably past year or so, I think, is when we, we probably had people that I would consider managers. But maybe, maybe the three or four months, we have people that actually have the title of manager. Um, we also have product managers. So some of the problems that we saw, especially as we got larger with working dis as a distributed team, is you have no idea what people are working on, right? If you're not all in the same office, then it's really difficult to see what everybody's working on unless you're like dialed into the water pipe of GitHub, which, yeah, it'd be, it'd be really difficult to do that. So product managers were added to kind of say, you know, these are the things that are important as a company. Try, if you can, to work on things that are in this bucket. You know, make a team that's of at least three and four people. Don't work on things by yourself. And so the product managers kind of help prioritize work in that way. And then the managers I was talking about are people managers. So they're the kind of people that you can talk to if you have um, some kind of issue you want resolved. Um, they're, they're not actually telling you what to work on, but if you, if you can imagine working in a totally flat company, what if I have an issue with uh, two of the people on my team? Like there's just some kind of thing we're not able to work out. Who would you go to to, to resolve that? There's nobody you can go to. There's nobody you can talk to because there's no person who has decided they want to help with these things, right? It, it just it would be really difficult. You'd be picking some random person and say, "Hey, what do you think about this person?" So now, um, now that we have managers that have a group of people under them, um, the manager is where you would go to and say, "Hey, look, I'm having this issue with getting this project done, or I'm having this issue with this person. What do you think about that?" And then they they're able to be the mediator for that or or help suggest places to go. So it's it's been it's been really helpful, I think. 
Awesome. Sounds a little bit like a reaction to this whole uh, Julian Horvath kind of situation last year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it, like so many issues at pretty much any company I've been to can be resolved if you have people there that are focused on keeping people happy and fixing conflict. And yeah, and, and just not having that was a massive problem. So yeah, the managers are, are huge. In your opinion, what are other companies missing that GitHub gets right? Um, uh, GitHub has, and this is probably another thing that's a result of being a, dis a distributed team, uh, is uh, they have a lot of trust as a company. They trust that everybody is going to do the right thing. So that, you know, that manifests itself in like just the way we work. There's no expectation of how many hours you need to work or necessarily what you need to work on. There's a trust that you're going to get the stuff done and you're going to get it done in a reasonable amount of time. And there's a trust you're going to be working on things that are the most important. And then it also manifests itself in like money, you know, like expensing things or travel and, um, a lot of companies I work for have a really complicated approval process for if I want to spend money on something. Um, but GitHub is very trusting that you're going to only expense things that you should be expensing and, and that kind of stuff. So there's just a lot less friction um, because there's more trust. Mm, how's the onboarding process at GitHub? Uh, today, today, the onboarding process uh, has a little bit of structure to it. Um, I don't know because it it's been a while since I've onboarded. But when I first started, it was... There wasn't really a process. I went, I showed up, uh, I was living in Portland at the time. I went to San Francisco where the office is based and this was in their older office and uh, I sat down, they gave me a laptop, they set up all my accounts, you know, gave me the little uh, staff, little blip thing on my GitHub profile, which was super amazing, created an animated GIF for me and then we put it on the blog and then that was it. I was like, welcome to GitHub. So like my next steps were uh, finding a project that I wanted to work on. Um, so I talked to um, a lot of different people and ended up joining a team of, of two or three people working on our, uh, at the time, our service for paying for GitHub Enterprise. Uh, and then just have just continued picking projects after that. So I, I, a lot of the people, as far as I understand it, that GitHub has hired, especially um, before me in the beginning, have been people who have done a lot of open source work and they're familiar with oh, how open source projects work and like that kind of workflow. And GitHub has preserved a lot of that in the way that we work as a company. So lots of times people come into the company and they're already familiar with how GitHub works because they already know how to use GitHub. They already know how to use GitHub issues and they're comfortable just jumping into a GitHub pull request and leaving feedback or opening up a new pull request and asking for feedback, that kind of stuff. It, it works very much like uh, open source projects do, a lot of the GitHub work. How did you deal with the fire hose in the beginning? I think in the beginning I subscribed to a lot to too many things. Um, we have a chat room. We have GitHub.com. Obviously, we have a um, uh, internal social network we use. It's called Team, and it's a lot like I would say it's all like Twitter, but it doesn't have a character limit, so it's more like Facebook, I guess, uh, where we can post pictures and par and paragraphs of text. And then we have internal blogs now. And um, as far as chat, there's hundreds and hundreds of chat rooms. Um, so I think originally I would just went in gung-ho, <clears throat> started reading everything, and found that I maybe had like half an hour of time left in the day to actually do work. <laughs> so the easiest thing for me um, since working at GitHub is just to subscribe to certain keywords um, and jump into chat rooms when I get pinged on those. So 
Um, I have keywords for my name, obviously. If somebody mentions me, I'll see it. I have keywords for things I'm interested in, like photography and the Rubik's Cube. So if somebody mentions that, I'll be right there to like eavesdrop. Um, and uh, other things related to the projects I'm working on, like the name of our team and things like that. How's the tone internally at GitHub? Is it casual? Is it, um, is it friendly? Is it uh, formal? All of these things. It's uh, super casual and friendly. It's like, uh, it's like Twitter, basically. Uh, it's it's it orig- initially it's a little bit weird, um, but you kind of get used to it. It's it's just a ton of emoji, a ton of jokes. Definitely serious conversations that happen every day, but they happen with a smile. There's not there's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of strong language. It's just very everybody's very uh, friendly and um, pretty open to getting feedback, and you know definitely strong opinionated. But but those opinions are are reflected in a friendly way, which is nice. Would you say that GitHub is a company that helps the employees to progress as a developer or as a designer? Yeah, I would say I would say that. Um, there's not uh, one of the things is with GitHub is you need to be you need to do those things on your own. Um, you need to have the initiative to say I want to. Like GitHub has a policy where you can go to an unlimited number of conferences if you're speaking. So if I last year really took advantage of that and just applied to all kinds of CFPs and spoke at some conferences. But um, that having that policy there doesn't mean that people are going to do it. So you could definitely work at GitHub and continue to work on the same kind of work and year after year after year, you know, and and not get any better as a developer. But they do have they do have policies in place that allow you to you know pay for books or pay for subscriptions or do all kinds of things that help benefit you. Um, but you have to ask to do those things and actually do them. So from a hiring perspective, is GitHub focusing more on the business sides of things these days? Yeah, the past year has been almost all business and sales related hires. There was almost no developers hired. And you know, most of that was just because, uh, like I said, GitHub has been restructuring in a way, but just trying to figure out how the heck to work with, with this many people on a, on a remote team. And it's really hard to do that when you keep adding more people. So... This past year has been focusing on mostly the new GitHub Enterprise, uh, which was just released a while ago, GitHub Enterprise 2, which the entire company was involved in. And a large part of that was putting in infrastructure in place to handle sales and stuff. So lots of sales managers and, and business folks for that. Um, but this next year, 2015, um, hiring developers is pretty high on priorities. So yep, so keep, keep your eyes open on the GitHub job page. Has GitHub nowadays more room for junior people? I'm not 100% sure. See, un- unfortunately, I'm remote, so um, I, don't get a, I don't get a general vibe of the San Francisco office because I'm not there frequent enough. But I do know that working with uh, in- junior developers, just people who don't have as much experience programming, is really, really difficult while being remote. And the reason for that is you just, like, for me, I mentioned earlier, one of the things that helped me the most at getting better at programming was working with other people and pairing with them and asking questions, and that's really difficult to do when you're remote. So I think that now that we have a larger amount of people in San Francisco, that that's probably more possible to have more junior folks in the San Francisco area, where we have more people and have more of that infrastructure in place. And I know that just like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what it was, it was like a month and a half ago, um, it definitely came up in conversation many times uh, that we want to focus on bringing more junior folks in and especially doing uh, internships which we've never really had the bandwidth to do at GitHub. So it'd be awesome to be able to do internships and have more junior folks join. Where do you see GitHub, the company, in five years? 
uh, everywhere. I guess that's I guess that's really the only answer I can give. I mean, it you know we always hear that software is like you know ruling the world. Pretty much everything has software on it nowadays, and as long as people are using GitHub for that, for for putting that code and and you know collaborating, then yeah, I mean it's it's everywhere. That GitHub is as long as software is eating the world, I think GitHub will be will be eating the world um, for sure. <laughs>